Grab your peanuts and your popcorn. Baseball is back. That's right. Teams will be getting back out on the diamond this week. Last year's season sure was different, but that doesn't mean it lacked excitement, and this year is poised to be even better. DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is putting you on the field with a free shot at a share of millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy baseball is so easy to play. You just pick 10 players, you stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for hits, runs, strikeouts, and more. There's no better way to put your baseball knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at millions, yes, I've said it once, I'll say it again, we'll say it again after this, millions of dollars throughout the week. But if baseball isn't for you, don't worry. DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy golf action for this weekend's tournament. With, oh, wait, you've heard me say it before, let's get it back in there, millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs this week, there's no better place to have skin in the game than with DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN to get a free shot at a share of the millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. That's promo code THPN to get a free shot at a share of millions of dollars with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And yes, as always, enjoy the show. Welcome back to another delicious episode of Wada Hockey. We are part of the Hockey Podcast Network presented by DraftKings. Make sure to get over to the DraftKings app or website. Pop in that promo code THPN to get in on all of the action today. Not tomorrow, today. Uh, Guys, we are back. We are back. Let's catch up. It is I, Sir Finkelton, Finkel and Einhorn. Joined, as always, by Patrick and Jason. We're firing on all cylinders once again. Our soundboards are are (laughs) uploaded. We sound great. Everyone's mic's working. Boys, welcome back to another episode. How are we feeling? Jason, how was your weekend? The weekend was the bomb diggity. You know, we checked out the Americans game. Oh, yeah. We went to Bar Louie. Yeah, we did. We hung out with some of our favorite Americans, but Alan, Alan Americans, Alan Americans and regular Americans. That's, this is true. Yes, yes. And some Canadians, too. That's uh, true. But unfortunately, we did lose the game. We did lose the game. We are definitely going to go uh, go ahead and touch on that here in just a moment. Uh, before we do that, I want to kick it over to Patrick and uh, say, what's up, Patrick? How, how was your week? How was your weekend, sir? Outside of the Americans game. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I had an extended weekend. Uh, Monday was Passover, I believe. Uh, <clears throat> so that's a company holiday for us. Very I nice. went out to Keaton Park. Pretty progressive. I like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll never complain about a free holiday. I'm not Jewish, but, um, you know, happy yeah, Passover happy, to everybody Passover. that is. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, me and my buddy went to Keaton Park for golf on monday morning and instead of golf carts we did golf scooters oh i've which seen are a those. lot of fun they look dangerous it saves a lot of time we uh we got caught behind 
um, some non-golfers that were slow to say the least and still wrapped up in about two hours and 50 minutes. That's that's right. a super quick round. Yeah. Yeah, that's we would really we would have been done round. in like <clears throat> probably 210, 205. But the last four holes took literally 45 minutes. Damn, that's insane. Jesus. Well, congrats yeah. on what must be a world record. Uh, since we're catching up, uh, let's talk about this Allen Americans game. Uh, so this was the first official water hockey outing. Uh, and we chose to go to the Allen Americans game. They were playing the Rapid City Rush. Uh, it was on Wizard Night, which I believe was formerly known as Harry Potter Night, or maybe they just couldn't get the rights to it, so they call it Wizard Night. Regardless, You're a wizard think. Yeah, what was it, Jason? Did pitch? I don't know why I was going with that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was Wizard Night. Uh, unfortunately, the only magic that the Allens could muster up uh, was four goals to six. Uh, one of them was an empty netter. Uh, that being said, they actually scored five. Uh, like I said, we'll get into that in a second. Uh, there was some terrible officiating on the ice on Saturday night. Like Jason said, went to Bar Louie for the post-game wrap-up party. Uh, was a little bit of a somber mood, but we still had a blast. Got to hang out with the Americans fans. Uh, you know, we chatted a bit socially distanced of course uh we don't want to get any of the players on the americans in trouble at all they are off in their own little quarantine area so but we got to hang out with some of the fans alan also uh signed two skaters from the university of alberta chad butcher and steve Aury. so we'll have to welcome them to alan hopefully we'll see them uh suited up here pretty soon but number 76 the referee that was overseeing the game on saturday <laughs> Let's put it like this. Les Lancaster had just a, a snipe from the top of the point, dead center, uh, snuck its way in past the Rapid City Rush goalie to put the Americans up uh, or, or within one. Uh, then there was a uh, pursuing play coming back in. The Americans crossed over the goaltender and popped it in, wide open net. Game was tied 5-5. Uh, unfortunately, the umpire with the number 76 on, who I decided to inform that he needed to wear his mask at all times and get a haircut because he looked like a homeless stooge, decided to call the goal off. Uh, there was goaltender interference. Uh, I believe the head coach was then asked to leave the bench for some choice words, uh, which I also had some choice words for 76. But alas, we all had a blast. Guys, what were your thoughts on the uh, on the Allen Americans Wizard Night first what a hockey outing i uh i thought it was cool that les and josh accounted for three of their four goals that's that true. was super a cool what a hockey bump yeah that that snipe you just mentioned from les was nasty damn oh, near from was, the blue yeah. line he was pumped yeah. he was he was on fire after that absolutely yeah absolutely that was a he fucking did, shot yeah that was sick uh that might be if we if we start doing like a play of the week that's That'll be the inaugural one. We'll, we'll look back on this moment. Yeah, but yeah, it was uh, it was disappointing that we lost. We, yeah. I never, no offense well, to the Americans. I never no, thought we, I would be saying we about a minor league hockey team, but I I think we are kind of we. Yeah, no, we're definitely in the Americans family. I feel I feel very welcome. The fan club on Facebook has been extremely sweet. They've been sharing our posts. They've been sharing our episodes recently. Uh, so huge shout out to them. Thank you so much for uh, bringing us in and accepting us. 
Um, I know we don't talk exclusively about the Americans and some people are confused asking if we are an Americans based podcast. Uh, we will definitely have episodes where we're heavy uh, on the Americans. We, we support them. They're a local team for us. Uh, we love watching them. We love going to their games and I've said it once and I'll say it a million times until the sun goes down. Best, best ticket in town, best value bar none. But yeah, I, I super excited to see where this goes. Uh, I will, I think it's, is it safe to, to say that we might have a special all Americans guest next week? Is, is that, am I, yeah. if I, am I safe with I'm that guys? Not, I'm not going to say no. Yeah. I won't, I won't say the name. We'll, we'll wait until uh, we have uh, absolute confirmation, but stay tuned. If you're listening now next week, uh, we have tentatively scheduled a very special Alan Americans guest. So if you are a part of that fan club that has welcomed us, welcomed us on Facebook, uh, you know, stay tuned for next week. It's going to be a special episode. But we had a blast this weekend. Alan Americans, absolute, like just spitfire entertainment from top to bottom. And, and just a huge shout out to them for accepting us as just three random dudes that want to talk about hockey. That being said, we do you have a lot say- to talk about. You could say next next week's episode is going to be bitching. That was beautiful. Let, let's let's leave it at that. Next week's episode could be bitching. Take with that what super, you will. Super bitching. Super bitching. That being said, we've got a lot to talk about outside of the Americans. Uh, like we said, had a great weekend with them. Mighty Ducks reboot. First episode's finally out. We forced Jason to watch the first episode before we uh, jumped on today. (laughs) We've got some somber news in the realm of broadcasting. Uh, Definitely going to get into some stars hockey, whether that be positive, negative, or everything in between. Uh, And then we've got a very special segment. Uh, We wanted to give a special shout out to one of our our French fries. And and I hope he doesn't mind that I'm using his uh, IG tag. But there is a guy that follows us, AX Pena. And he was cool enough to send us a question that kind of triggered uh, this Q&A. And it's basically here at Wada Hockey, we know not every single person that listens to the show are as avid hockey fans as we are. And that's okay. Life is busy. You've got families, you've got kids, you've got other sports you watch. And that's completely fine. March Madness happening right now, men's and women's. You know, it doesn't matter what you watch, baseball starting up. We want to educate you as best as we can. So we are going to start bringing you guys every week some questions that you may not be comfortable asking in public. Let us know. That way we can kind of go over them, give our expertise or lack thereof, if you would like to say. That way you, you know, you can listen to this and take a little little something away from Wada Hockey other than just giggles and shits. Uh, so we do have some Q&As from the French Fries uh, as always, you know, we've got the Razorism of the week to wrap things up and then a very special announcement regarding some merchandise to wrap up the show. Uh, Jason, since it's the freshest on your mind, how did you uh, feel about that Mighty Ducks reboot episode one? That was probably so we're just don't don't pull any punches. Don't pull any punches. Pulled anything. Uh, <laughs> it was it was it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, it brought me back a little bit to my younger days of of like playing soccer if you will i wasn't always like the best kid out there but i like i just wanted to play because i loved playing did you have a coach tell you you don't bother i hope not (laughs) i in a way yes i did and so like i mean not necessarily like don't bother but yeah he's like hey uh, you're just you can't play on this team anymore so we end up creating i swear to god it's like word for word it's like shot for shot (laughs) my my youth at times and then we created the uh, our own team and then 
yeah it's like it's a shot for shot remake of my life i guess <laughs> did it did With it podcast and everything <laughs> yeah 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 which that there is a line that we'll have to go over here in just a second uh did it did it bring up some emotion in your heart like man i just want these kids to win man just because this was me man yeah absolutely uh <laughs> you're definitely rooting for the uh, underdog here and uh the one thing like kind of stood out to me and, and Kelly actually brought it up and obviously we'll find out more whenever episode two starts. Uh, actually, should we like give like a spoiler? Like, Hey, we're cause I don't know that there's too much to spoil. In yeah, the first yeah, no, it's, yeah, yeah. It's it's weird, like, we're good. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, we're not <laughs> okay. going to give like a shot for shot of what happened in the, uh, the first episode. We'll, we'll start putting it maybe in our socials. Hey, if, yeah, just a heads up, spoiler alert, mighty ducks, Disney don't kill us. Yeah. Uh, no, but one of the things is, why did they go with the Mighty Ducks name then if they were going to turn into Iceland, you know? like That's a good, I mean. That is, that's a good point. Maybe you do bring up a really good point. I maybe mean, obviously the Don't Bother is not a good show name. Yeah, don't bother watching it. <laughs> I mean, I get, I get the namesake of it. You're carrying over Mighty Ducks because no one's going to know. No one's going to want to watch a show just like you said called the Do-Nothings. I will say I don't like how they just made up a random name like that. Like I, they can't have a mascot. They could have, they could have even went with District Five. Like, put it in the setting of District Five. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and they could have called it District Five, because at the end of it, the ducks were District Five. Right. To start out, and so, yeah. So why didn't they just do that? I yeah, I agree with you. I think they could have taken something, uh, some kind of mascot, anything creative. Instead, we got the do nothings, and apparently they've already released. I don't know if you guys have seen this on uh, on on Instagram on the interwebs. They've already released what the jerseys are going to look like, and they look pretty classy. But I, like no, I said, I, I just, it. It, they just, I don't know. They don't do anything for me. So, uh, well, whatever. That you know, first episode was fun, Patrick. What what were your thoughts on the uh, the first episode of the reincarnation of the Mighty Ducks? It it kind of seemed like a pilot episode to me. I thought it was good regardless um the the one thing that's tripping me out is seeing riley as a serious hockey coach yes when yes we for have those, we have for those seasons. that are listening that <laughs> yeah. uh he just riley is a character from the famous show letter kenny and riley is now the or the same actor dylan playfair <laughs> is the actor that plays the head coach of the mighty ducks yeah. now who's a dick and it's it's weird seeing him like be a child's hockey team head coach when like six times an episode on Letterkenny's yelling "fuck you" Shorzy and yeah. trying to hit up right. Like what, what do you what do you we'll call snipe, we'll snipe Selly bud? Yeah, yeah, what do you what do you call? So you got cleat chasers, which puck, uh, bunnies. puck bunnies, puck bunnies, puck bunnies. Okay, yeah, yeah, you got puck bunnies. See, we're learning as we go. <laughs> I'll, I'll ask yeah, the first. Actually. I'll ask the first question. There you go to to lead us off. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it was just it was a it was a fun watch. Uh, I don't like how Disney does things that Netflix does do or doesn't do. Rather, I don't like that Disney they gives do, us. Do. Yeah, I like a Dua the Cha Cha. I don't like that Disney doesn't give us the full series. When they said that Mighty Ducks is now streaming, I fully planned the Sunday after the Americans game that we all went to, to be just demolished, like body wise, just hung over for days. And I was going to just do nothing but stream all the mighty ducks, but no, 
Disney wants to dangle us with this whole old school, we're going to give you one episode a week bit. Meanwhile, Netflix is like, here, just dump this entire series on you. So I, I was a little bummed out at that, but I should have known watching like WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier that they were just going to give us a, an episode a week. But all in all, like, like you said, Patrick, uh, it was a pilot episode. It's what you expected. I didn't really get the whole, uh, you know, nostalgic, tingly feeling when I saw you know, Emilio Estevez come out looking like he's been drinking for the last 20 years <laughs> in a random ice rink in yes. Minnesota. Emilio. Uh, he looked, he looked beat, but yeah, I, we'll see what episode two brings. Um, if you haven't, please go check it out. It's a fun watch. It's very funny. There is a quote I wanted to bring up. One of the kids on the show runs a podcast and it covers the, the mighty ducks. And when they start forming this team, uh, he makes a comment where he has the body of a podcaster. And as three gentlemen that are on said podcasts, uh, little offense taken there, kid. I can respect your elders. Some of us are out here trying to make a living. So. <laughs> but it was funny. That kid That kid alone, I think, was the, uh, was the best part of the show. So super excited to see what this season brings. I hope that it does well, and I hope it gets a second season. Kind of bring down the mood a little bit. Fox Sports Southwest, after today, we are recording on Tuesday, March 30th, 2021. Fox Sports is no more. If we had a, like, la, la, la. (sighs) After today, they're going to be switching over to Bally Sports. Uh, Jason has a pretty rough pass with Bally, specifically Total Fitness. Uh, They they pulled him into their, (laughs) their Ponzi scheme. Yes, that's, that's where exactly I what you call him from. Yeah, Valley yeah, yeah, Total Fitness. They they, 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 they wrote Jason in a Ponzi scheme and ruined his credit as a young 18-year-old boy. So right <laughs> off the bat, I hate Bally. I hate Bally Sports. It's red and white. It's flashy. It has to be the same company, right? It has to be. Uh, I think it's even the same script it's, that yeah. Bally Total Fitness was. It just, like, it just popped up. Like I sent you the screenshot of the article. Or whatever it was, I uh, yeah, I popped up the notification. Yeah, so whatever, and uh, <laughs> no, I saw the logo and I was like, "This is this is Bally's Total Fitness. This is the exact same thing." And they they took me for all I had. Yeah, so fuck them. I'm not giving them any more money. <laughs> well, it doesn't really matter because right, as it stands, we can't even watch it because the Sinclair Broadcasting Company hasn't pulled their heads out of their asses and we can't watch any local sports for any region unless you have AT&T or you've sold your soul to Lil Nas X, who's the devil now, <laughs> apparently. So it doesn't even matter topical. anymore. Yeah, topical. That was, <laughs> I, you know, whatever. I had to, I felt good about that one. So Bringing it back we, to we, pop. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even... We can't, even watch it so yeah enjoy the name change uh razor who will have the razorism of the week at the end of the show even tweeted after you know so long years this is my last uh broadcast with fox sports it's been a long <laughs> run and everyone was like don't you dare i can't i've i've already we've already been through enough in 2020 and now 2021 don't you dare take daryl razor ray from us but it was a bit it was a rib he got us all real good I, uh, I have Patrick, a question on Bally Sports. Day is like in two days, man, when the episode releases. Uh, so, oh, well, man. Oh. Didn't even realize this is the April maybe, Fool's episode. Maybe we should make some jokes about it. Maybe I was about to should... say, do, we should uh, talk baseball for the rest of the episode. <laughs> hey, did you guys hear that Mike Madonna is unretiring? 
That's crazy. And yeah, and he's going to play for the Minnesota Wild. That's yeah. the craziest part. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Patrick, you had a question. I do have a question. Uh, are they – wow, I kind of yelled that. Are <laughs> they going to be – let me let me rephrase that. Is the graphic interface going to be like all red across the board? And we're going to have I, to just yeah. think of the shitty Detroit Red, Detroit Red Wings – Every yeah, time we watch a game, unfortunately, so I believe that is going to be the case moving forward. God, that's uh, terrible. It is now. I mean, I could be wrong. They could cater it to whatever teams on. So you know, if it's the Stars, it's green and white. If it's the Rangers, it's it's red, white, blue. You know, things like that. So, but I doubt it because that means that we would get something that would actually be important. It'd be too easy. It would be too easy. It would be too easy, and it'd be too much fun. It would look too nice, but. Uh, no, we will, we will have to wait and see, uh, until tomorrow. Maybe this is all a ruse. Maybe this is Fox sports just messing with us. Maybe this is their April fool's joke. This long, is their long running this April fool's long, show. Yeah. Long running for sure. Pull, pulling the, you know, the covers over you after. Yeah. <laughs> and they give us, they back give us, the deal. they give us, they give us Fox sports back and they're like, ah, this is Sinclair broadcasting. We've been planning this all along. Ah. You, you idiots. <laughs> Here's your sports backs, you stupid kids. <laughs> Watch your TV and shut your mouths. <laughs> so, yeah, as of tomorrow, Bally Sports uh, is birthed and Fox Sports dies forever. So Good, good riddance, man. That good being riddance. said, uh, the stars are on Fox Sports today and Bally Sports tomorrow. Uh, and and this, these past couple of games have been extremely frustrating, leading into tonight as well. Guys, how are you feeling about the Stars after this last week? Obviously, they had a uh, you know they had a solid game, and then they had a meh game, and then they had a ugh game. So, Patrick, give us give us the sassy synopsis. Whoa, whoa, is that a is that a new segment? I get I get my own. That segment? might be. That might be. Yeah, oh my yeah, god! Yes, just, absolutely. That works, man. Sassy synopsis with <laughs> with Patrick. Dude, I I love that. Okay, I I, I got I got it. <laughs> Man, you got me so hyped up just now. That's great. <laughs> Man, we we got the gambit of Stars fans sports existence. We had the pretty well-played game on Thursday against Tampa, who we I think we've beaten 3 won 3 games out of 13 tries against the top teams in the division, something mm-hmm. like that. Yep. And we beat them in regulation, which was super surprising. Because we can't beat anybody in regulation. They had a super aggressive forecheck attacking posture the whole game. And shockingly, when you try and score the when you try and score goals, typically you're gonna score goals because they're professionals. Isn't and that sick? Isn't that wild? Yeah, it's it's crazy how that happens. When you try and take the puck in their zone and then put said puck into their net, that usually happens. You know, I try not to get not too high, not too low, although it's been a lot of low lately. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> but, you know, I thought, may, all right, maybe we've kind of this seemed to work. Let's try this again on Saturday. And not quite. Man. They fought back, but we may be the worst overtime team in the NHL this year. Uh, definitely with nine overtime losses. Yeah, I would even say this year. I would say in the last like it it feels like a like this this is bad. 
we may need to follow up on wor- most overtime losses in a season. Yeah, we I don't have, have it on hand. Research. But we got to be getting close. Yeah, it's bad. This is bad. Uh, and then, and then, uh, then, then, how did the weekend end for us, Patrick? Why don't you... Hold on, really quick. Uh, oh, other oh. than the Canadians, who also have nine overtime losses, we uh... okay. So it's a race to the bottom between yeah, us and absolutely. Montreal. We, we go from like the one of the most northern teams to the most southern team. Yeah, you love to love to hear that. And then what happened, Patrick? Then Sorry. what happened at the end of the week? No, Jason, I love the spot on uh, stat bringing upping. Stat pool. Number guy. He's a numbers guy. <laughs> Patrick, why don't, you, why don't you tell us how the weekend uh, ended there? Yeah, um, I watched the first period and then some of the second and had to go to softball, so I was preoccupied. Turned it on, uh, I think, probably at the beginning of the third and promptly turned it off because it's – Bones doesn't kick enough trash cans. I brought it up multiple times. He needs to run in there, kick the trash can, start name calling everybody's fucking embarrassing one by one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Figure it out. Because that's all it is. It's terrible. Yeah, it's uh, it was really tough to... You never want to end a weekend like that. As a fan, as a player, as a coach. That was really tough to swallow. I mean, obviously... All the best to Aaron Eckblad. The guy was having a phenomenal season. Came down yep. on, it looks like right. the toe of his skate. Uh, and unfortunately, his leg just got twisted back the wrong way. Um, it's not for the faint of heart to go watch. I don't recommend you do. Uh, but it was definitely tough to see. So all the best to him. Uh, it sounds like the Stars uh, and the Panthers both handled it extremely well on the ice. Uh, even to the point where Eckblad... Uh, you know, sent out a tweet thanking the stars for their professionalism and their well wishes, which was awesome. I think it really shows that at the end of the day, these guys are definitely opponents on the ice, but hockey is one gigantic family. So it's really, uh, it's really nice to see them all doing that and, you know, taking stock in each other's health and wellness. So all the best to Ekblad moving forward. And, and you can't really hate the Florida Panthers. They're just, there's, you know, I mean, they're, they're a likable. They're playing really well. They're playing really well. I mean, you've got guys like Anthony Duclair, who, you know, had had a pretty, you know, rough couple of years, uh, different franchises, and, and just not feeling like he was getting the uh, the treatment that he deserved. I believe he had to run through Tortorello in Columbus, who's just a jackass, in my opinion. Hell of a coach, asshole of a dude. You know, and he came and made his way down to Florida, has been having a, a decent year. You've got, you know, Keith Yandel, Sonk Daddy himself from the Spit and Chicklets podcast. Just a likable team, so you never want to see that happen to anybody. Um, that being said, really, really shitty performance on Sunday. I think what concerned me the most before before you you run off uh, <laughs> with this because I know you want to, it was just the body language in in the the staff from top to bottom in the post game interviews. They just looked absolutely demoralized. Bonus looked like a man who had just literally cashed in his final chip uh, at the poker table and got it snatched up like right away. So uh, I'll leave it off to you. Uh, this, the sassy segment must continue. I, I feel like I brought it down so hard. Uh, just, I feel like we're all going to cry and uh, really just talk about this together. I know I'm about to cry. So you look very I, emotional and I do too. I feel it. I, I think I was a little too high energy. I think we needed that to, to bring us down to the reality of where we are as stars fans. So thank I'm glad you lowered the mood a little bit there, Jeff. 
because we're rapidly approaching the point where playoffs, I don't know. And yeah, we're, yeah. we're not only that, but we're rapidly approaching the point where I don't know if I want to go to the playoffs. I hate you to know, say that, but it seems like, okay, we're going to go to the playoffs, maybe win one game and then we're just be embarrassed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we did this the same. We did the same song and dance last year. We had lost. We had lost six straight going into the bubble, and then, I mean, I'm sure you guys remember watching those games leading into the bubble itself, uh, the warm up games. We looked awful, and then, by the grace of God, they turned it around and strung together some wins against teams like. You know, Calgary, Colorado, Vegas, and and then, you know, onward into the Stanley Cup final with Tampa Bay, where we still won a couple of games. So, yeah, it's 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 a tough place to be. I I think the only counter to to last year that I'll add is while, yes, we did enter the playoffs on a real low. We also had a stretch where we went 14, one and one after that miserable start. And I think the most games the stars have won consecutively this year is four. And it was the first four against Detroit and Nashville. That's a good point. That's a good point. I don't know. I, I have to let up the sigh. It's, it's of, rough times. The sigh of sadness. Uh, I, I don't know what the solution is at this point. I, I don't know if I want to give up some of these younger assets to try and make a run. Uh, at the same time, it's going to be really painful to see guys, possibly uh get put on the trading block not because they're underperforming but because you know front office just does not feel like this team has what it takes to succeed in the playoffs and so they basically just kind of wave the white flag and you know hey here take our guys and whoever gets picked up wherever you know best of luck to you and your future endeavors so we uh it's a somber, it's a somber mood right now in Stars Nation so we'll have to see what happens in the next couple of weeks uh, they are currently playing against Nashville in Nashville. It's tied up in the third period with just under four minutes left to play. They've been playing extremely well this game, it seems. They've had a couple of snafus, and I think that's just been kind of their their epic downfall every game is all it takes is one or two snafus and a trip to the penalty box and a dumb call, and that's how you end up on the losing side of things or in overtime with a point, and then you can't finish it off because God knows they've tried. They've had nine tries to do it. We'll see. Uh, Jason, uh, any emotional thoughts, any philosophical thoughts with Jason we need to take away from this? <laughs> I just, the philosophical pylon right here. Um, Beautiful. Like, let's, I want to look at the stats. I'm looking at the stats right now. Last week I emphasized goal differential. Right, we were, I believe we were still at a plus five. Plus five, yep. Yep. Yeah, we were at a plus five. Sorry about that. We're at plus five. Uh as of right now, today, we are at a plus one. Now, if you look down the goal differential stat line right now, you've got the Lightning with a plus 39 who are sitting in first place. you got the Panthers who are a plus 20 uh, sitting in second. Carolina plus 27. And then here we are with the Stars at one down in seven right now. All right. Obviously, the Red Wings, terrible. But hey, look, they've got seven you know, five games on us and they are only what a handful of points, three points away from us right now. So we will be sitting down once, uh, once we get to our 37th game, I'm sure we'll be right there with them. 
goal differential is not looking in our favor right now, especially being the fact that we have at least an average of four games in the pocket to us, and it's not trending the right direction. Until we change it, until we score some goals, uh, meaningful goals, then I don't see us doing too much. And it's it's kind of a sad conversation. I wonder how much that goal differential is buoyed by games where we're down like 4-0, 3-0 and score mm-hmm. in like score two in the last five minutes to kind of make it seem close, even though it never really was. Or, or even games whenever you're playing. Uh, was it Detroit when we was it Detroit? We started out with. Yeah. And we beat them seven to nothing. All right. Yep. You take that game out and you only needed one to beat them. Uh, now we're at a negative five, you know, minus yep. a six goals. So it's, you know, we're ugh. tough times. It's frustrating yeah. because this is something that people have said multiple times, and you'll probably hear it a couple more times before the season really winds down. You essentially skate the entire team that you had going into the Stanley cup playoffs last year. Granted, this team has been extremely, and I mean, extremely unfortunate when it comes to delays and injuries, just beyond unfortunate. So, you know, Radulov is not on the trip right now. And it showed right away when he came back from his initial IR stint, how important he was to the team. You know, I don't really have any more words. It seemed like a different team when he's out there. Seemed like a different team. Jamie has had, Jamie Ben has had stints where he looks confident like the captain. And he looks like that elite goal scorer or elite playmaker or elite leader that this team needs. But other times he just looks flat. I know mentally he's not. I mean, you saw the way that he acted. We don't get to see a lot of his emotional side. We don't get to see a lot of his personal side. We don't know what is said in the locker rooms uh, or on the bench at any time. Uh, But when he was mic'd up and, and we saw the I'm not going home documentary that was made, Shout out to Jeff Totes uh, with the absolute phenomenal filmmaking skills and, and all the, the work that he put into it. You saw he's a leader and people respect him. People want to be around him. People want to play for him. But he's just not producing right now. And when you're the captain of a National League hockey team or you just are National Hockey League team, rather, you've got to be some sort of point producer. I don't care if it's hits per game I don't care if it's shots on goal that create chances off rebounds. I don't care what it is. You have got to do something. And right now, maybe he misses Tyler Sagan. Maybe he misses his line mate. You know, who knows? You got to remember last year, one of the hottest lines in hockey for most of the season was Radulov, Sagan, and Ben. Well, Ben doesn't have Radulov and Ben doesn't have Sagan. So, you know, he's missing his line mates. And it'll be very interesting to see if Sagan and Radulov both come back healthy at one point this season. It's probably not going to happen. They're probably not going all to be 100%. Uh, but you put that line up there with the line that they skated the other day with, what was it, Robertson, Hinson, Pavelski? Mm-hmm. That was absolutely yep. phenomenal and accounted for almost every single point your team put up. So, I mean, then you have a true top two line and top two lines in hockey. So, you know, there is light at the end of the tunnel, I think. Does it mean that we're going to go to the playoffs? Probably not, I would say. Uh, And if we do, I I don't know how that's going to fare. 
So uh, any any final thoughts on the Stars before we get to some fun stuff and stop talking about sad stuff like the Dallas Stars? I mean, you, you kind of mentioned it, like not having Sagan right now. Who do you put the blame on? I mean, really, you've got three of your top producers between Bishop, Sagan, and Radulov out right now. And obviously, two-thirds of those guys haven't played a minute this season. So who do you blame injuries on? Like, you can't really blame the front office. You can't really blame Bones too much. You know, it's he's doing the best with what he has right now, I, I think. And maybe, it, I mean, maybe you can go back to kicking some trash cans and, you know, seeing a little effort out of them. Like, I mean, hell, we're about to see them go into another overtime right now. I don't want, so, to, talk, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Exactly. We could lead the we could lead the league tonight in overtime losses. So just just put it like just think of, think of it like that. Yeah. But, We're halfway to tying the record, by the way. The most in, in a season is eighteen. There we go. Uh, here we with, go. Four, like with four different season, teams. So. Yep. And a shortened season at that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Impressive numbers, impressive numbers. Mm-hmm. But, well, it's really, like you said, it's hard to place the blame on anybody. It's a combination of, I think, you know, in- injuries for the most part. Shit you can circumstance. Only do, you, shit circumstance. You can only do so much as a head coach. Uh, I can't imagine having to put your team back into a groove af- after missing two, not one, but two full weeks at separate points in the season that had nothing to do with all-star breaks, uh, which this is – you know, obviously not a thing this season. No All Star game, no anything like that. So let's uh, let's let's switch it around. Let's have a little bit of fun. I want to lead it off. Uh, we don't really have a name for this segment. Just Q and A with the French fries. That being said, I want to lead it off with the question that really sparked this. Again, uh, huge shout out to AX Pena for you know presenting this to us, asking this question. He said, "Do you guys have a method for watching faceoffs?" And what is most over your attention during that process? For me personally, I will say it's all about watching how the players position themselves outside of the actual face-off. It's very interesting to see where players kind of place themselves as far as whether or not it's in their respective zone because it shows where the play is going to hopefully end up. That's where I focus my my attention. I don't really focus it so much on the actual face-off itself. So, Jason, uh, what about you? Where, where does your attention go during a face-off? Honestly, you really, you touched it right there. You know, I pay attention to where the players should be going and versus where they actually go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously it kind of depends on how it pans, like how the face-off pans out. There it is. Uh, and yeah, I just saw there we go. Leading Fucking the league. Jesus, dude. Yeah, we are now leading, leading the league. league. Uh, that means lost. the Stars have lost in overtime once again. And it... <laughs> just saw Robertson just put his head down. To... Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm curious to see how the interviews are after this one. So I feel nothing. I, I don't even care anymore at this point. I'm just happy to be here. Uh, so... <laughs> Oof. I just... Uh, you oh, were... Sorry. <laughs> you were on... Uh, you were saying, Jason, yeah, about no, the face Yeah, you pay attention. Yeah, you pay attention to the face-offs. Like, where... Obviously, like where it's dropped and how it pans out, but no paying attention to position. And personally, like I'd like to line up to like, I, I kind of envision myself out there. So like I put myself down in like Robertson spot, you know, if I'm on D and like, I see where he plays. So like, I can mimic that whenever I'm playing like, cause at the end of the day, I mean, sadly, I still idle most of these guys. So like, I just want to mimic my game to them. So for sure, or mimic their game to me, you know, Patrick, what about you? How are you feeling about 
you know, where, where do your eyes go during a face-off usually? Uh, I, I think you guys kind of nailed it. My, I don't necessarily watch the surround. I kind of keep an eye out for kind of how the players are interacting with each other in their positioning more so than where they're actually positioned at, except with the exception of on power plays that first power play face off, I think says a lot about how the stars are going to roll with mm-hmm. the power play they're on. Cause more often than not, they'll try and run some sort of set play. Now, whether that actually works or not, uh, I think we all know the answer to that one, but um, yeah, just kind of seeing how the players are interacting the faceoffs, I feel for me at least, give a lot of insight into how chippy the game is getting. You know, you get the little cross checks, the little skate slashes here and there. Um, so that's just something fun that I like to keep an eye out for. And then in the replays, I really focus on the puck drop more because the stick battles, once they get into slow motion and you can see just how much is going on once the puck is dropped. That's um, really interesting to me also. Great question. I think it's something that I really hadn't thought a lot about recently. So uh, thank you so much for the question. Uh, it really kind of opened my mind up to where I will be putting my eyes as far as the faceoff goes from now on. Yeah, um, definitely. Do have a couple more questions from the French fries. <laughs> First one, ironically enough, why can't the Stars win games? Well, we just went over that and... It's because they always go to overtime and the stars physically cannot win in overtime. Uh, thoughts, gentlemen? I think there's just like something in the uh, Dallas Stars handbook that says you're not allowed to win games in, in overtime. Maybe that's it's just written in there. And every time it happens, <clears throat> they may get like written up or something. And I don't know, in the front office, like it's a it's a goal of theirs. <laughs> like, hey, we don't want to win games in overtime, man. We want to win games in regulation so don't even don't bother don't bother we're just gonna don't use, even try we're just gonna yeah. use what limited energy we have for the first 60 and then just say fuck it in the last five yeah it sure seems like that uh and then yeah, we're the we, worst shootout team ever maybe of all time shootouts for the that you know what that's not even gonna say it yet because there's a question coming up that kind of speaks on something like that so uh we'll we'll, we'll get into that in a moment uh, did NBC ever remove um, Nathan McKinnon's corn dog from their mouth? Nope. I had to rephrase that. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you all can figure out what uh, this person was re- was referring to. I don't think so. Uh, to answer your question, think we no. Can tell us what it is? The oh, answer uh, is no in perpetuity. Yeah, corn dog ding dong. No, they never removed Nathan McKinnon's personal corn dog from their mouths. But luckily, ESPN is taking over NHL, and hopefully NBC has no part of the NHL moving forward because I'm sick and tired of watching the NHL on NBC. So good good riddance, NBC. I hope your sports station rots in hell. Hell, they could be showing the Capitals and Bruins and somehow bring it back to McKinnon. It's ridiculous, yes. There was Charo reminds me of uh, McKinnon (laughs) McKinnon back there in his younger days, you know? If you watched four, four games ago when the Colorado Avalanche were in town, you'd see the grace of Nathan McKinnon gra- see see over the whole Boston Globe. <laughs> the Boston Globe. <laughs> I don't know. There, there, was, uh, yeah. there was one play, I distinctly remember it during the playoffs last year, where some I, I don't remember the circumstance leading up to it, but the Stars didn't, ended up scoring, and they spent the entire replay with like four different angles 
of the stars scoring talking about how great Nathan McKinnon's defensive positioning was. And obviously wasn't that great. Still yeah. fucking scored. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wouldn't have scored. Wouldn't... And you got then the, the abs get eliminated. You hear somebody in the back. What do we talk about now? <laughs> I don't know if that sounded like scrambling. I was pulled away from the mic, but I it sounded good. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. It sounded good as that. Yeah, I'm sure it's I'm sure it left the NBC sports studio in shackles. So uh yes, but until the day that the NBC sports affiliate no longer has any uh association with the nhl the mckinnon corn dog will be firmly placed in their mouths moving on if you could eliminate one penalty what would it be and i this is for me i think penalties all across the board have become extremely touch and go i think they're extremely soft compared to what they used to be you'll hear razor talk about it you'll hear uh, you know uh, any old old school hockey uh player that is now in the booth you'll hear them talk about this and they'll say that the game is different. It's very touchy. Uh, you know, obviously with flopping, that's something that unfortunately had a part in the game for a, a short time, not as much anymore. There are still embellishment calls. What I would eliminate from the game of hockey are shootouts after five minutes of three on three <laughs> overtime hockey, Patrick going over to you. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to stick with the true, essence of the question i'm gonna say if i could eliminate well i have two so i guess that that's not really true and that's okay i would first eliminate the if there's blood it's a double mate double minor on high sticking because yes i've i've seen plays where our guy will get his helmet damn near cracked open but because he's not bleeding it's fine and then Mm -hmm. in the exact same game a stick just happens to catch a, a lip and now he's bleeding and that's four minutes, even though our player is like out for the rest of the game because he got hit in a place that doesn't easily bleed. Right. Exactly. I mean, that's, yeah. that's honestly perfect because it is, it, it sucks that it's kind of like you can't even like leave it up to judgment, you know, like it, it's yeah. such a hard, you know, all right. Oh, you drew blood. Okay, cool. Uh, You're out. Or you know, four minute double minute, right? So, yeah, man, it's that's a stupid fucking penalty. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that's that's probably the one that I would get rid of first. The other one that I might get rid of, um, just on my own personal preference, is embellishment, and that's because they never fucking call it. (laughs) Well, they did call it once. Uh, They called it on Essa Lindell in the playoffs. Oh yes, that is Uh right. Yeah, it's. It's one of like four times I've actually seen it called. Mm-hmm. Ever. I think Razor even said like it's the first time this season it had been called or some shit like that. Or even like that the Stars had even gotten the penalty. Like the first time in Stars history that they've gotten an embellishment mm-hmm. call or something like that. Some ridiculous stat about it. I, I do want to bring up real quick, and this is outside of the Q&A. The Stars did win in overtime today. The Texas Stars, Baptiste scored an OT to give the Texas Stars the win down in the AHL. So not all hope is lost in the Stars' kingdom. At least the Texas Stars got a win for us, which, uh, you know, shout out to Riley Tufty. Wada Hockey Bump got a goal tonight, tied the game up 1-1 to earlier in the game. 
you know, we Shit, don't talk man. enough about the Texas Stars. Definitely need to dive in, you know, to them a lot more. Maybe get a couple more of their guys on the show, talk to them a bit. Maybe some of their coaching staff too. Maybe get some of the philosophies from the uppers, uh, the upper office in there. So, but just wanted to show some love real quick to the Texas Stars. Sorry to cut you off there. Jason, I feel like this next question might have a little bit to do with you. Well, hold on really quick. Going back to the Texas Stars, are you like you're pumping up the stars, you know, the Texas Stars, and and you're sparkling that little glimmer of of hope that maybe this season can still be salvaged at the end of it, you know, like maybe or not even like this season, but like our future is, you know, it's salvageable, you know. Uh, whatever. I just <laughs> I was trying to bring it back to the stars and, and it's okay. Trying to or bring it back to the Dallas stars. And, and I, it's sad to talk about, man. Like it is sad to talk about. Uh, I think the sad part too, is the Texas stars could bring a championship to this organization. Unfortunately, the AHL is not playing for a championship. They are not playing for the Calder cup. I believe that is the cup sippy sippy cup cup yep. that the AHL plays for. They are not playing for that because of all of the COVID shit that's going on. That being said, kudos to the Texas Stars for getting the organization a win tonight. Uh, we definitely need to touch on the Idaho Steelheads. They are the ECHL affiliate. Uh, they don't come to Allen this season, uh, obviously because of COVID restrictions. Uh, but hopefully once next season is up and going, the ECHL will have fans back in the stands, regular travel, and we can, you know, Shoot the uh, shoot the shit with the steelheads. Beautiful segment. The Idaho uh, uh, J- steelheads. Yeah, Jason. Uh, what's the superior position to play, and why? Now, I feel like this is a good question for you because you've played quite a few positions in beer league. We've already I've, talked about you playing hockey. I mean, with, hockey <laughs> goalie. Hello. Yeah. No, I've legitimately played every position now. Uh, not like as like a full season at each position because like I've either, I've always been in the position like whether I was captain or just kind of like, I'm the guy who just kind of wants to be there on Friday night, like with the team and, and skate and drink the beer afterwards. So I will literally go wherever the coach needs me. Captain needs me, I guess. Yeah. I, I guess I could say I'm qualified to answer this pretty dude. I love playing defense. Like I, you know, especially if you can be like a solid two, a defender, like you can forecheck and back check, you know, you know what is what's the what was the saying for check back check and paycheck 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 yeah, yep. exactly so you know it's if it's played right you know and and you have a, a and you're playing with the winger or centerman who will who will you know protect you whenever you're going up so like obviously they back check themselves and like okay obviously you've got the speed going into the zone I'm not going to slow you down because I'm not in a position to pass it to me so I'm going to hold I'm not going to hold your lineup bring it into the zone drop it if you need to pass it to where you need to do what you need to do with the puck. If you got to put the puck on net, the centerman should be there. Or the person who should be in the center position, whether it's the winger or center, wherever. Yeah, man, the defender can do a, a lot of it and they see a lot more of the ice. So uh, the play, I think really happens from the back of the ice. Honestly, you get to see the whole play break out. You get to see where, okay, uh, my right winger is going in. Okay. I know how he shoots. This goalie is not necessarily the best goalie in the world. He's always going to give up a rebound. You know where to go. Like you can judge that call, and then you could pick up the puck in the middle of it and get yourself an easy goal. I am sad to say, though, that as of Sunday, my goal uh, per game streak has ended. Oh no! It ended at three. Sorry uh, to hear that. Oh no! Oh, it's okay. 
I know yeah. I know we kind of talked about it on Saturday. So I had one last Friday, last Sunday, this past Friday, and then Sunday night lost it. I hate to hear that. That's no, you just got to start. That's the thing about streaks. You just get started start it over. One. Just got to start it over. Extremely unfortunate. So. We're all we're all here oh, for yeah. you. <laughs> no, definitely. I think the most superior position uh, is definitely playing defense. I mean, it's that's basically you're the point. You're the you're yeah. You're the solid insight. You're the point guard. I love it. I think that that pretty much answers the question. That's it. I mean, that was all Jason all the, all the time. <laughs> I'm not qualified to give an answer, so I'm I'm abstaining from this one. I'll just say I I prefer playing left wing, and that's why I it's superior because I prefer playing left wing. I'm all about the glory. I want to taste yeah. the glory, see what it tastes like. And I do kind of like the way uh, with uh, at least in beer league defense, you know, like yeah, you have like a a left left defender, right defender position. But it's not really defined because it should be pretty fluid. You know, like I, I hate telling like whenever I'm playing defense myself, like with my other line mate or whatever, we just we pick a side just to line up on for the face off. Just so and and we know who we're getting off the ice. You know, like if mm-hmm. I'm pulling the right defender, I'm just pulling him off. And there's never one time where you're just staying on the right side. It, it should be pretty fluid. You should be the puck should be moving constantly. I mean, you got to have the vision a lot of it. You can be the talker too, like a. You know, the last few games, personally, I've I've been the person on the ice just like, okay, hey, look, okay, cover, drop, you know, you got left sides open, you know. Yeah, you got to, for all intents and purposes, you're, you're the point guard. You know, everybody says the center is a point guard there, but mm-hmm. even then, the center is typically forechecking. It's beer league, so not everybody back checks. Not, not to <laughs> shit on any of the centers and pylons, because that's not the case here. Uh if you feel personally AJ's, attacked the by AJ's Jason, and please Alex. let us know. Yeah. Oh, AJ. Oh man, <laughs> Both friend, AJ's friend and, of the and, show. And Alex, uh, they do a great job back checking themselves. So, but that's not the case for all beer league teams. So, well, I think that's uh, that's pretty fantastic insight uh, for anyone that's looking to get into the game and whether or not they want to be in a certain position. So, do have one more question? Got a little razorism of the week, and then we'll uh, wrap it up with a fun little merchandise announcement. This is from our friends at Belly Up Sports. Really cool organization they've got. Uh, we're friends with the Slapshot Sweethearts, possibly teasing an upcoming episode. We uh, definitely want to get into the NWHL, the National Women's Hockey League. So uh, looking forward to hopefully chatting with the Slapshot Sweethearts here in the next couple of weeks. And maybe we can do a uh, roundabout draft of who the boys in water hockey will be supporting and the next season of the NWHL. Uh, last season, last season, last question. Let's change that up. It's getting late, boys and girls. What is the best sports food of all time? Patrick, discuss. So my, my answer is two-part. Okay. I think pizza is probably the best for watching at home. Okay. Wings, a little too messy sometimes. Just don't want to deal with it. Yep, and you've got jerseys on. Which yeah, I I spill shit on my clothes all the time. Mm -hmm. So that's an eighty-six wings. So pizza at home, ballpark nachos are the goat of stadium food. Wow. Okay, that is a bold statement. Bold statement, Uh, uh, Jason. Your at-home food and in the stadium food. Alrighty, Uh, at-home food will be. Dude, it's literally just going to be a beer and whatever the hell I'm watching. Uh, but if it's like, okay, let's, you okay. know, typically we do something for Sunday for football for the Cowboys games. Uh, so 
it will typically be uh, like hamburgers, uh, brisket, ribs, whatever we're smoking that day. So, yeah, that's typically what it is. Okay. I'm uh, okay. grilling up some steaks, maybe. Okay. Uh, I, li- I like that. I like uh, where your head's in, at. In the stadium, though, I always I have a ritual in the stadium. And I started out with a, uh, specifically at the American Airlines Center, I started out with a large bucket of popcorn along okay. with a large uh, soda of some sort. Typically, it's Coke. Um, but with those, at least prior to COVID, you could do uh, unlimited refills on mm-hmm. them. So yes, beautiful. Oh, yeah. Would, yeah, you would spend like 12 bucks on the popcorn and the Coke, and then you can refill that whenever you need to. And then by the second period comes around, I go to the hot dog stand. Those uh-huh. stadium hot dogs, as, so long as they're the all beef ones and not the dollar dogs that they typically do uh, for, uh, what is it, Wednesday nights at Texas State or the, the ballpark. Field, yeah, the ballpark. As long as it's not the dollar dogs, dollar dogs the are stadium not dogs. Value. Yeah, they're not. I, I I can put ten. Down, I can put ten down, but I'm not Easy. happy with myself afterwards. For same, uh, but I can put two of those stadium dogs, like the good all beef ones. Mm. I'm hungry. Now. A, I mean, that's a respectable answer, and I think uh, I'm gonna I'm actually gonna piggyback off that. If we're at home, then definitely uh, I'm calling the Papa. I'm a Papa John's kid. Uh, I love it. There's a little bit sweeter of the sauce, but uh, I don't know. This is a personal opinion. This is this is gonna be controversial. I'm going to go with Papa John's pizza. Final answer at home. If I'm in the stadium, I I may be chastised for this. I am going to go with a hot dog, but dry. All I need is meat and bread. Dude, I'm the exact same way. I promise you. I don't don't put ketchup or mustard on them when I'm in the stadium. I don't need it. It's so much work. Yeah, absolutely. You got to unwrap it and you got to put ketchup on it outside no. of it before you go no. sit down and then you got to put it back in the package and then the ketchup and mustard is going to just smear anyways yeah whatever it's in the package again no, it's unbelievable it's ridiculous how they yeah. expect us to do that so yes i i go with a dry hot dog i've also been known to take the the dollar hot dog night challenge eating one hot dog in every inning sometimes before the ninth inning you've already had like 10 or 12 uh so yes i i i respect the culture so Dude, no in, i've never heard of that challenge before oh yeah it's yeah. an easy i do challenge. want to try it now it's an easy speed it's an easy peasy challenge i will say too before we we jump to the razorism the dallas stars used to be sponsored by taco bueno and they had a taco bueno in the american airlines center and they would serve their quesadillas tacos and bean burritos my the bean burritos now those used to be my favorite stadium food because mm-hmm. There's nothing that says hockey in Texas like having a bean burrito. A nice bean burrito. <laughs> that being said, uh, Patrick, if we want, let's kick it off to the Razorism of the Week, and then we'll wrap this one up. Well, the Stars found their game here in the second with a little bit of pace, and that's when they play their best. Good on Rich Peverly or Raptor Jesus, if you will. <laughs> gets back going again. That'll, that'll free him up. It's unbelievable the, the confidence. You saw it with the Stars' power play. You'll see it a little bit with the individuals <laughs> now. Fiddler scored last game. That helps. Beverly scores. How about that? You get another goal from Horkoff. Starting to get contributions from all over the lineup in every aspect of their game. Raptor Jesus. <laughs> you can and tell, too, after he paused, he was so proud of that. Do you think he comes up with this stuff, like, ahead of time, or is it just all off the dome? I... 
I don't even know. Something like that feels pre-planned, but I don't know. I mean, he's got to have like a list that he goes through himself. That's and... got to be a giant journal. Yeah, absolutely. He just like has a random thought. Like, I mean, hell, you came up with the... Uh... Oh my gosh, what was the segment I did that you just came up with earlier for Patrick? Oh, uh, Sass, the sassy... Uh... Sassy synopsis? Yes, sassy that was synopsis. it. Yeah, sassy synopsis. So he, yeah, out. he's got to have... He's got like a hat. He's got the take eight. He's got to have like a whole <laughs> list of these like written down. He just keeps like a note on his uh on his iPhone. You know, Speaking he wakes up. He wakes up and just synopsis uh, down. Yeah, yeah. He just wakes up in the middle of the night, like four o'clock, like after a game, and then uh, he's like, "Oh shit, uh, uh, the rusty <laughs> trombone or whatever." <laughs> I don't think that's what he's going to say. No, I know, but that's how I feel like these things come about. <laughs> so. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Well, with that being said, uh, we do have one last thing to share with everybody. Uh, the t-shirts are officially in. And they're literally, we can see them snug right behind Jason's shoulder. He's wearing one right now. We have not day, we have not taken a leap to doing live shows yet. So you can't see that. But let me tell you, this thing is beautiful. It's perfect. It's centered. It looks very high quality. Jason, is it, is it a soft t-shirt? It is the super softest t-shirt. That's what we like to hear. I am so pumped to get these to you guys. Uh, and outside of that, uh, keep an eye out for emails. We'll be letting you guys know whenever they are shipped, we've got new decals in, uh, we have some ideas for stuff moving forward, maybe some beanies, maybe some, some baseball hats, uh, you know, stay tuned for that. Those are something that we have been looking at and are in the works and hopefully we'll be coming to the water hockey shop in the next couple of weeks and months. So definitely stay tuned for that. Uh, with that being said, uh, that's all I've got for this, uh, this episode. You guys know what to do. Patrick, take it away. Stay sassy. You guys got to stay moist. That's so beautiful. So natural. And as always, don't you ever, for any reason, no matter what you do, forget your Kermit tattoos. 